it's hard to know who to believe in this case. I mean, the place was an absolute den of thieves from the top down. This is Stephen Dudley. He's the co-director of Inside Crime. He's been investigating illicit campaign financing in Guatemala. I mean, the guy who is the main witness in the case had a nickname when he was young. They called him Roba Carros, or car thief. He didn't need the cars he was stealing. He was from a good family. He was in the military. He stole them for fun. And my name is Hector Silva. I am a senior investigator at Inside Crime. And this is Person of Interest, our podcast about organized crime in the Americas. That seemed to be the attitude of the entire administration. Let's see how much we can get away with. And that included the president and the vice president? Absolutely. Wait, 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 wait. Why don't we start from the beginning? Who is this guy? Who is this Robacarros guy? Robacarros. Robacarros is Juan Carlos Monzon. He was the private secretary of Roxana Baldetti, the ex-vice president of Guatemala. Well, ex-vice president now. She was the vice president at the time. He was a guy who connected with the political party of Baldetti and Otto Perez Molina, the patriotic party, in part because he was, uh, he was ex-military, right? He, he, he was connected to those networks. You see, the core of that political party, the patriotic party, or PP, they were former military. Uh, Perez Molina himself was a former military officer. And this connected them to all these old military networks. These military networks formed, uh, I guess, groups or cliques. And, and these groups or cliques were involved in both licit or legal operations and also illegal operations. Um, but this Perez Molina administration and the, the political party the PP would just take it to a whole nother level. But obviously, they had to get to the presidency first. Okay, so we have one Carlos Monzon Robacarros, who you're telling us was a political operator, one a former military forming this PP party. But Tell me something about how did they get there? How the PP financed their campaign in 2011? Well, I mean, it, it wasn't too different from, from other political parties. I mean, they had a number of people who worked as kind of these financial operators, if you will, setting up various revenue streams. Of course, one of those was Juan Carlos Monzon. And he, he was a guy who knew how the government worked. Not only had he been part of the military, but he also had a company, uh, kind of sports company that helped make uh, sports facilities. Um, and he'd gotten a lot of government money to do that. So he knew how that worked, getting government contracts and that sort of thing. Um, and, and he went out and he solicited money 
in the same way that he knew how business was done. That is, you, you, you give us campaign money, you give the PP campaign money, and we're going to give you a contract when we get in power. And then also, of course, you're going to have to give us a little bit of extra, you know, once, once we're in power, let's, let's just call it what it was, a kickback. He also set up, and this is very important for the PP and the case that followed, he set up an elaborate scheme to hide these incoming contributions. In this way, at least the, the, the prosecutors alleged the PP was able to pocket some of that money. Investigators said to us that as much as 95% of the contributions to the PP went through private accounts, making it impossible to know how much of that money was stolen. Let me repeat, 95%. What happens next? What happens when the party, when the PP is in power already? Well, you know, once they're in power, it's, it's basically time to collect on the investment. The, the people who gave money are going into the offices of the government to collect on that investment. And those who are in the government who are providing them those contracts that they're looking for are collecting on kickbacks. That's the way it's always worked in Guatemala. No one was really surprised at that. What they were surprised at was the fact that it costs a lot more under the uh, Patriotic Party. And it was totally pervasive. It, it was every square inch of the government had been monetized by this political party. It was insane. Monson, Mr. Robocarros himself, set up a, a boatload of schemes for himself and for his boss, Vice President Roxana Baldetti. We know this because when it all unraveled, he became the star witness for the government. Continue la audiencia de primera declaración de la ex vicepresidenta Roxana Valdetti, detenida por supuestamente estar involucrada en el caso La Línea. Valdetti prefirió no declarar este lunes, mientras que la voz del presidente Otto Pérez Molina se escucha en una interceptación telefónica que el Ministerio Público presentó durante la audiencia. Okay, and, and these commissions, these uh, kickbacks, where, where did they go? This is this is probably the craziest part of this story. The Patriotic Party had a system that was an incredibly top-down system, um, and and the contributions that that people were giving, these kickbacks that people were giving, were going all the way to the top. Right, the the contributions of every almost every scheme of these high level schemes went in some way, or pieces of them went in some way to Otto Perez Molina, the president, and to the vice president Roxana Baldetti. And the amazing thing was, it, it wasn't just it didn't just like act like a mafia. This kind of top down. Right, like a mafia. It looked like one too. Monson later testified that every year for Perez Molina's birthday, he had to call all the donors, all the businessmen, all the politicians, everybody involved in these schemes, and they would have to give a contribution, right? A contribution to him. And he would collect all these monies and gifts and he would give them to the president for his birthday. 
President wanted a Harley, he got a Harley. President wanted a boat, he got a boat. He wanted a house on the beach, he got a house on the beach. He wanted a $3.5 million helicopter, he got a $3.5 million helicopter. Galvez describió la fase de la investigación que se denomina la cooperacha, en la cual se sindica a exministros y exfuncionarios de gobierno por supuestamente reunir dinero para comprar regalos de lujo a los exgobernantes Otto Pérez Molina y Roxana Valdetti, con recursos de aparentemente origen ilícito. So here are these guys in power, they're making a lot of money, they're putting up all these corruption schemes. But what happens next? How does this start falling apart? This whole thing comes apart really because of prosecutors, specifically prosecutors who are working for a United Nations-backed judicial effort that's known as the CICIG. It's C-I-C-I-G in English. That's the acronym. They are, let's call them special assistants to the attorney general's office. They've been in the country since 2008 And they have been assisting the, the attorney general's office in doing a lot of these very difficult investigations. One of them was an investigation into this administration, into the Patriotic Party administration. And they present this case. And at the time they present it, Monson and Baldetti are traveling. They're there in South Korea, an unofficial delegation. And the story that is told later is that Monson's, Monson's instinct was to turn himself in. Um, but, but Baldetti, the vice president, obviously has got a lot at stake and convinces him um, and even sets it up for him to run, to go on the run. And he does. But when Baldetti goes back from this official delegation in South Korea back to Guatemala, and has sort of private meetings, I guess, with uh, President Perez Molina, the two decide to throw Monson to the wolves. You know, in other words, they, they blame it on Monson. It's kind of a blame it on Monson strategy. But that doesn't work either. Eventually, both are charged with multiple crimes, and they have to resign in an absolute embarrassment. They're, they're subsequently jailed, and they're still facing trial now. But worse for them, Monson turns on them. Um, he turns himself into authorities and becomes a star witness. So the whole thing falls apart. Monson turns against his former bosses. What does this tell us about Guatemala? The whole system is utterly susceptible to being what we might call a mafia state. You know, Hector, there's corruption, right? And then there's corruption. This was an absolute another level. Not only was every single part of the state for sale, But this was run like a mafia from the top down for years. This is the lesson of the patriotic party, that the state can in essence become the vehicle for a mafia.
Thanks for listening. Check out our other podcasts on our website, insightcrum.org. And if you enjoy our podcast, like us on your favorite podcast platform.